Well, hello. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to episode one of Your Dad is a Bear. (laughs) This is a show based on the idea that it's a podcast show based on the idea that (laughs) no one really knows what the hell they're doing in life. We're just, you know, living. Right. I'm a host. My name is Tannis Cassidy Tannis. And I am Mike Lugo. And I have to say that that intro is uh, the, the, the ultimate example of what the show is all about. And and there won't be an outro. <laughs> <laughs> no outro. It's just going to end. It's just going to end. Michael Ugo. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> and we have a guest. Um, my name is Candace Parker. <laughs> well, Candace, your dad is a bear. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Hey, I've got tinnitus. Being hard of hearing sucks. It's not that bad, but it will be when I get older. I had a lot of ear infections as a kid. Yeah. And that um, has inhibited my hearing. So do I don't we, have the best Do you really need to hear on a show that's audio? Uh, Did you say audio? No, what's the word? Uh, it's like a weird word. It, oh god! Uh, what, is, uh, what does the word relate to? Is it about audio? no? It's about like hearing. It's like so. Audio oh. is a word that I looked up because visual is it is an a actual word? For, word? I, I think it is because oh. I put it in my profile once when I did some AV work. Because oh. you can say audio video, but yeah. what do you say to compare audio with visual? Auditory. And that could be. <laughs> <laughs> didn't think of that. <laughs> Oh, it's oral, but like R A L. Love that. Oral. Oral. Uh, yeah, oral. Oh, right. That, yeah. <clears throat> like the theater, they do oral sound. Yeah. Mm, whatever so. that means. Mm-hmm. We just threw in a few extra speakers and we're yeah. telling you it's better. <laughs> <laughs> and you believe us. Well, <laughs> on today's episode, which probably won't air for about a month or two after we're recording in late October. It's almost Halloween. Of 1998. <laughs> <laughs> right? We built I can't city. count. Wait, wrong year. <laughs> <laughs> what year is it? What day is it? That Y2K 12. is coming up. Are you May. guys prepared? What year? Yes, we yeah. have a bomb shelter underneath our house. Thank you oh, for asking. I have, <laughs> I have a dog house. That's not going to hold up. Shit. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry to break that to you. When the bombs fall and those planes fall out of the sky, man. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, are the planes falling or the bombs? Scare. Uh, Both. Yeah. Everything is just going to implode. I love that. Was it? I don't want to explode. There was was somebody at work that, sorry, I probably shouldn't talk about that, but. uh, No work talk. Where do you work? (laughs) Don't work anywhere. Trick question. I don't work anywhere. (laughs) I have no work. I'm just a uh, homeless, you know, vagrant who walks around. No. Uh, Recently, we had a discussion about uh, ages and uh, I I, I threw in the, the, you know, when my brother graduated, he's only like three, four years older than I am. And uh, when he graduated, we were preparing for Y2K. And somebody's like, what is Y2K? I'm like, oh, God, I feel old. No, seriously? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Shit. Yeah. That, it's, it's, oh, are we allowed to swear? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuckity titty womp <laughs> slut dick. Titty womp slut dick. <laughs> Wait, I think slut is one of the words you can't say, like on What's real radio. Slut? Yeah. Slut. 
Oh, slut. Mm-hmm. Really? But, you know, speech impediments. It, shit happens. Uh, shit happens. Shit happens. <laughs> 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 uh, I can't believe somebody didn't know what Y2K. That blows my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That, that implodes my mind. my mind. It does implode my mind. <laughs> like those planes and their bombs. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, I mean, that's like... Uh, Man, I remember when Kennedy was shot like it was yesterday. But I mean, I guess that's something that's more widely known. <laughs> yeah. But no, but like literally the year 2000 affected every single human on the planet. Yeah. So. Well, it definitely affected my living room. I, at the <laughs> curious age of 12, was like, holy shit, it happened. Because the power went out right at the strike oh, of midnight. Did it really? Oh, man. And we looked over and my Freaking Uncle Charlie <laughs> turned the power off. That's awesome. <laughs> he's That's like, awesome. hey guys, watch the kids freak out. <laughs> Your Uncle Charlie's my hero. Dude, he's, he's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. I think. Sounds like the fun Are uncle. You? Yeah. He's all right. <laughs> you're cool if you're listening. <laughs> uh, well, I guess we could get uh, to the show. This is the show. This is the show. Let's get to Wait, the what show. What are we doing now? Oh, God. I mean, <laughs> we, we kind of have a, a topical list of topics. A topical it's list a, of topics. It's a topical storm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> We're about to lay down some knowledge. <laughs> mm-hmm. One of those topics is language and communication, which I'm sure will be a constant pest throughout every episode absolutely <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh you mentioned work michael oh shit <laughs> you fucked up, you fucked up. <laughs> i don't know who it michael bleep that out with bitch <laughs> i did not say michael i am gonna bleep that out so okay. when we listen back <laughs> be like oh yeah that was that one part <laughs> I'll, I'll just bleep it out with michael Michael. He had to sound so stoic and oh, calm. I should use your voice. Say Michael. Michael. There it is. <laughs> or Dr. Loomis. Michael. <laughs> I'm seeing the new movie tomorrow morning. It's what new be movie? Fun. Halloween. Halloween. I have never seen the original. Oh, shit. I know. Mm. <laughs> uh, so speaking of work, there's another thing that goes along with work called life, yeah. which oh. I believe is the reason we work. Some people have that backwards. Uh, work-life mm-hmm. balance is important. What are your feelings on that? I'd say we, uh, oh, this was going to me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, so a lot of people tend to have this, this weird, uh, kind of mentality when it comes to work, you know, you, you, uh, live to work at this point, but it seems like in the last decade or so, there has been a fundamental shift in, in how we actually think about, you know, what we do for a living. And it's gone from, you know, you work from the ages of 18 or 16 or whatever till, you know, 65 and then you retire and you, you receive that pension. But things have kind of shifted. You know, pensions are no longer a thing. Uh, and if they are, you know, they're no longer as well funded as they once were. Uh, so uh, security in the job place is, is not as, as well known or, or is not as prevalent as it used to be. So uh, with the, the upcoming generation, the generation that just kind of, you know, came of age and all that, <clears throat> uh, finding your passion has become more of a priority versus finding money. So yeah. with this shift in, in how we're actually going about our daily lives has, has kind of reformed everything. And I, I kind of feel like there's still the old guard that's all about, you know, 
working until you drop, you know, work for the company, you know, earn that company as much money as you possibly can, make that company as efficient as humanly possible. Mm -hmm. uh, but things are changing. Things are changing. And people are starting to understand what work-life balance is all about, uh, understanding what, what it is to, uh, to, you know, not live to work, but to work to live. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I'm a totally down for a 25 hour work week. That would be incredible. Just, oh my but gosh. still making reasonable money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. As somebody that used to work a 25 hour work week and make what I'm making now. Right. It's nice. And, well, <laughs> it's nice because I think it's mutually beneficial. You're more energized and I guess desiring to do the job well because you don't have to be there forever mm -hmm. and you still make the money that you need. Yeah. I mean, I think like my biggest issue with it is like, Working 40 hours a week, like I go in at five in the morning, I'm off by two, but when I get home, I want to do nothing. It's like work yeah. drains me. And at, like when I get off work is the time when I have that I can, you know, follow my passions or, you know, fulfill that aspect of my life. But when I get home, I'm so drained that I don't want to do anything. It's like, okay, well, I need to do laundry now. I need to do the dishes. I need to make dinner. Like I need to do X, Y, and Z before I can even think about like doing anything creative or artistic that like fills my soul. And then at that time it's like, nope, I just want to relax and do nothing. And so I'm all for a 25 hour work week. That would be incredible. Five hours a day. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> well, do you think that Vice companies like breweries would take a hit because part of the science of beer, like I'm drinking right now because I work today, is to relax after a long day of work. I don't drink to get drunk. I drink to relax. I mean, I think, I mean, partially sure, but I think... Well, yeah, if you're drinking like Coors Light and like all that <laughs> terrible beer, like, yeah, you're either drinking to get drunk or drinking to relax. But I think if you drink like, you know, craft beers and stuff, you're drinking it because you like it, because yeah. you like the beer itself, not for any other, like, your objective isn't to like get drunk necessarily with those. It's like to enjoy the beer. Yeah. So I feel like along that. <clears throat> They wouldn't necessarily suffer because people were drinking less. Mm -hmm. They would probably suffer because more people would have the time to, <laughs> I guess, find their passion that they also want to brew their own. And then we'd oh. actually have a, a, a sort of boom of people creating their own, you know, microbreweries. But I mean, I think we've works. kind of almost reached like peak, like craft breweries, microbreweries. It's like they're everywhere. Yeah. Like, I mean, like I'm, I'm all for it. Like I love trying new places, but at the same time, it like it's so hard to like break into that market because there are already like a million around you. And <laughs> yes. So it, it would just be a fun hobby, I guess. Yeah. If, but, but that also brings up a, a good point. It also with an L brings up a good point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, passion. Like if people had more time to follow their passion and turn their hobbies into like a successful career on the side of work, mm -hmm. you know, that, could that help overall with like culture to me is big. And I think that kind of thing would help with just the general culture everywhere. I mean, if people were happier with right. like, cause I think obviously like we work at least for like, if you're working full time, you're working at least 40 hours a week, if not more. And so it's like a, it drains you and yeah. then B it doesn't give you any time for like your own personal development or following anything that you are passionate about, unless you are one of those people that loves to run yourself into the ground. 
Yeah. Which I am not. Well, so <laughs> they say that's what Elon Musk does. Right. And he's mm-hmm. one that he's like fucking Elon Musk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there's uh, one of the tips of how to be successful is to actually work yourself into the ground and just nonstop do it, which that kind of mindset is exhausting to me. Mm-hmm. And it brings me, it humbles me actually when I think about it, because it makes me realize I don't have to have all of that to be happy. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think also like if you have a family or like, mm-hmm. it's like you can't cause it's like, then you're neglecting your family and it just doesn't work. I think at the end of the day, but like, I think like if we were able to like follow our passions and make a career out of it, like obviously that I think would be so much more beneficial for everyone. Cause it's like, we would be happy. Yeah. And like, it's like, okay, like, cool. I get to wake up and like, you know, make a movie today or, you know, whatever it is. And it's like, you were so excited and happy to do it that you were like, oh my gosh, like waking up early. And it's like, oh, I still have an hour. Like, I want to get up now. Like, I want to go do this now. Like, versus like working basically like a nine to five office job. It's like, oh, I have to go to work. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to get out of bed. Like, Even I if guess the- I'll finally get out of bed. It's fine. Yes. But, Even um, if the job is not that bad. No, I mean, like, ours, like my job right now isn't that bad. Like, it's a cakewalk, but it is boring as hell. Yeah. And it does not inspire me, does not motivate me to do anything. Well, like, and that, that takes a hit mentally, which I think... Absolutely. The people who are on the side of, you have to work yourself into the dirt, maybe don't understand. Mm-hmm. Whether it's physical labor or an office job, you're still just exhausting yourself. Yeah. So I, it comes down to each person's energy schedule yeah I guess. yeah <laughs> but that's important yeah it's true <laughs> just like this beer this show yeah. is brought to you by beer <laughs> not gonna tell you which kind i'm drinking just that it's good and local <laughs> the best part of waking up beer <laughs> precisely yeah. beer quickie same thing whoa <laughs> Is it going to be that type of podcast, Tannis? No, I'm going to bleep that out with Michael. (laughs) Perfect. Perfect. You were talking about family earlier, and Mm -hmm. I know if my buddy Ross were on the show right now, he was thinking of the same thing I was, which was the hit 1990 movie Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles when Casey Jones is like, family, you call this here and that down there family? Tell me you guys remember this. I love that movie. I <laughs> think exactly. I've seen it all of one time and it was when I was really little. So All right. I'm well, sorry. I think we have time after this show to watch it. <laughs> <laughs> that and the first Halloween movie. Perfect. Yes. What, what was the other Same one universe. that we were talking about the other day? Um, yeah. It was, was it Mandy? That Nick Cage movie that we were talking oh, about? I don't know if Or no, it was Face Off. We were yes. talking about the... Yeah, <laughs> baby. Welcome to The Rock. <laughs> Face Off is one of my favorite Oh, we movies. watched Skyscraper last night with The Rock. Was it good? It was actually pretty good. Yeah. Mm. He looks like like a real dad because he has like a beard and scruff. and He's enjoyable to watch. I love him. He's just so endearing. I love him like, so much. The Fast and Furious movies, he... Bro- Breathed, he breathed new <laughs> new life into that new life. I think I've seen two of those movies, and there are what like eight more than that. They're so stupid, yeah. yeah. Oh, but yeah. that's the point. They're yeah. just fun. Yeah. Well, the first one was actually pretty. Like it was, it was corny, but it. it but they had were trying a good to story. do something. Yeah. 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 It was, 
well, a bunch first, of like Robin Hood men in tights kind of a thing, you know? Like, well, I love not that Robin movie. No, tights, that movie's yeah, so yeah, good, though. Oh, oh so good. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> you know, a bunch of people that are trying to rob from the rich, basically, mm-hmm. and kind of make a living from that. Maybe not so much give to the poor, but, you know, make a living. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, it kind of spawned into some sort of crazy franchise of, you know, international crime fighting craziness. So, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> no, let's let just run this one into the ground till it's dead. Yeah, uh, that's gonna take a while. Yeah, probably. <laughs> you fucked it up. I f- yeah. and down. Oh no. yeah. <laughs> okay, there it goes. Yeah. Okay. You know, got freaked me out earlier because it it like I just saw like I had flatlined. I'm like, wait a minute, am I no longer recording? What's going on? You flatlined? <laughs> Are you dead? Are you a zombie now? Wow. That's what I was afraid of. Oh god. <laughs> Uh, there definitely was not a hiccup in the recording just now talking about <laughs> someone dying and then it turned into flatlining. Flatliners yeah. is a movie that they've remade recently. That is I don't that a think movie? I never saw, saw the no, re- oh, no I, I never saw the remake, but I saw the original. And the original was actually pretty good. Like it was corny. It was corny. It was like a nineties weird, you know. You okay, know, was suspense. it corny now because we view it through our lens of everything made back then is ah. so corny? Mm. Or was it like for the time? Do you think it would have been very like legitimate? It was a uh, it was a suspenseful thriller mm-hmm. at the time, uh, and the premise was solid. You know, like what mm-hmm. happens if you if you die, and that's the Flatliners was a, a group of doctors basically that that decided they wanted to see what happens when they died, mm-hmm. so they would kill each other. Oh. Like like medically, That's kind of put themselves idea. into like a like a, they would flatline themselves for a, like a minute or two and then mm-hmm. bring themselves back. Mm-hmm. But because of this, they all ended up having some crazy existential realizations <clears throat> that uh, like like one guy realized he was a piece of shit because he would film all the girls <laughs> he brought to his house, you know, Gross. kind of thing. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was horrible. Uh, one guy realized he was a horrible, you know, father and husband, and just it kind of went on like that. But it, they all kind of had their own little individual stories within this movie. Mm-hmm. So it was a good movie in that sense, but mm-hmm. because of the 90s and the 90s was very, very corny and, you know, just just mm-hmm. that whole medium was kind of a little weird back then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Film. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm just celebrating that beautiful monologue. I, I, I almost <laughs> said montage. That's not the That's word. That's not a no. Definitely not. I was banging out in a montage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was Kevin Bacon, Kiefer Sutherland, right? Yes. Who, uh, Julia oh, I, I could remember. Who, yeah. Someone else. I don't know. That was back when names were household names for like actors and shit. I don't think that's a thing anymore. Not so I mean, it is to an extent, but I think all the, I think especially now for us, it's like, I don't care to know yeah. who everybody is. It's like, yeah, I like that. Act. Like if I really like them, I'll learn their name. But like, mm-hmm. there are just so many and I'm like, I have, no, I don't have time. I don't have time for this. But it could also be like you just mentioned, is that just through our lens mm-hmm. of we just grew out of caring about that shit? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> well, it could also be just us in general, because there are some people that are just like, they live vicariously through these these actors. Absolutely. You know, oh, people yeah. that are really, really into like, you know, yeah. reality TV and, mm-hmm. you know, follow these really, really weird, you know, no name people that if, if they weren't on TV, you wouldn't care less. But because mm-hmm. they're on TV. It's and like, oh, they must crazy, be important. Yeah. We are all acting in this reality <laughs> show called Live. Is that what you were going to say? <laughs> <laughs> My 
Michael. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> Michael. That was so scary. Good. Sorry. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> you kind of sounded like Jamie Lee Curtis right there. Oh my gosh. Dude. We watched, uh, what did we watch the other night? We watched Jack Ryan. We like watched a few of those episodes, but in the first episode, literally, hold on. Why are you calling me? Sorry. Is it Jack Ryan? No, it's Jacob. Um, Jacob Ryan. <laughs> yeah, Jacob Ryan. No, that, I mean, that's my best friend's name is Ryan. Stunt so that'd cool. be funny. But no, we were watching Jack Ryan and literally in the first episode, there's like this like bombing and they're under attack and whatever. And then like the main FBI go guy goes, we need some armor and just says it super slow and low. And it's just like, <laughs> you're in a like crazy fire, fire shoot situation right now. And you're just like, we need some armor. And it's like, all right, dude. All right. Whatever. So that's just funny. I like moments like that in movies. I guess I haven't seen that show yet though. It's actually, it's not bad. It's, I mean, it's, you know, your typical like FBI espionage type of a thing, but it's good. I like it. Action. That's, that's like one of those similar to what we were just talking about, like reality stars, like thinking, that's what those people are. I guess in the similar vein, you see someone like, uh, what's it, what, what's the actor's name? John Krasinski? Yes. Jim. Jim Helpert. From The Office, yes. Some, some people can <laughs> see him only as Jim Helpert, mm-hmm. no matter what he's in. Yeah. Well, I, okay. A Quiet Place I'm was- casting right there. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Still but, haven't seen that, but oh I want my, to. I it want is to. fantastic. Sweet. Like, I, you know, I'm one of those people, it's like, okay, you do a comedy show that's basically who you are, but yeah. the, especially like for almost 10 years that The Office was on, but A Quiet Place is fantastic. Like, it's yeah. incredible. So- Good. Watch it. <laughs> okay. Watch it. <laughs> well, that, it also makes me think of- the way I like to watch movies is pretend I've never seen anyone in it ever before. You know, I have no, I tried to like clear my mind just fucking Mm -hmm. Zen out before I see a movie. Like I have no idea what this movie is, what it's about, who's in it. I've never seen these people before. And it's the best way to see a movie. I try to avoid trailers because if I have no expectations, mm-hmm. it's so much better. You're going to enjoy it so much more. A bad movie can be good if you mm-hmm. have no idea what it's going to be. Well, yeah, no, like if it's like hyped so much, like any of the fucking like, you know, superhero movies, it's like, yeah. oh yeah, this is going to be so good. And then you go in and it's like, eh, it was all right. Or like Star <laughs> Wars or, you know, any of those. And it's yeah. like the overhype just can absolutely kill it. See, I'm kind of the other way around, honestly. Like, I like to hype myself up as much as possible. And, you know, I can go in to a movie objectively and, and you know, look at the story, look at the acting, look at the visuals, because I'm a big visuals guy, you mm-hmm. know. If the, the effects are great and all that, that, that's me. I love that. And I can just break it down in that 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 respect. Uh, just growing up, me and my, my brother, we would actually do this all the time. We'd go watch a movie and then we sit there and we, we would pick apart every single part of it. Like, mm-hmm. what do you, do you think about this? What do you think about that? And I love that. So I will watch everything. I will watch trailers. I will read scripts. I will yeah. do everything before going into it just so I can kind of know everything I possibly can oh. so I don't get too hung up on one detail. You know, because if I, if I do, you know, maybe that might ruin the movie. But, you know, if the, it's a... If it's a shitty movie, mm-hmm. but you can appreciate other aspects of the movie, you can just still love the movie. You know? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. My my wife is a bit similar <laughs> where she will read the Wikipedia plot line 
No. <laughs> I, ha- or, I hate yeah. spoilers. <laughs> me oh, too. They kill me too. Me. Yeah, no. we're on two sides of the fence oh. here. Yes. <laughs> yeah, very much. So. <laughs> Um, yes. No, I just I love that feeling of like, I mean, especially if you go into like some sort of like suspenseful thriller, scary movie type thing. Like, I don't know, want to know what's going to happen. Like, yeah. I want to be surprised. Like, yeah. don't tell me the twist because I will kill you if you tell me the twist before I see it. Like, I want to know, yes. like, I want to see it for myself the first time and freak out. OK, the rule I started to go by is if a movie hit theaters at least a year ago, fair game. For sure. That's that's my time limit for when Same I will with, talk like, about Game something. Of Thrones, <laughs> yeah. <no. laughs> yeah. So the first Saw movie is fair game right now because that was so long ago. So long ago. I was still in high school when that came out, and I remember hearing people talk about it, and they're like, Yeah, the guy was dead the whole time and he just gets up at the end. And I was like, You motherfuckers, I'm seeing that in like two days. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like in the middle of a class talking about that. I had to shut someone up at work today. Really? Because they're talking about the <laughs> Halloween movie. Mm. You're like, don't tell me, don't tell me, don't tell me. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I I feel like that's a good rule. Like if it's been a year, it's like, okay, yeah, like either yeah. you should have seen this or you've heard somebody talk about it before. So right. I, I'm fair to talk about it. Like if he didn't catch oh. it in theaters, that's enough time to have rented it at least. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking. Hey. Stella, <laughs> hi. <laughs> we have a second guest. You're a dog. Week. Can you say uh, hello? Our uh, surprise guest star took over for a. Uh, <laughs> well, we we were gonna have a mediocre, you know, guest on the on the show. Luckily, so he canceled. Mediocre. Luckily, yeah. oh my god, <laughs> thank the Lord, <laughs> Chad Chapel, you suck. <laughs> <laughs> That was like the creepy grudge noise. So you it was like, the risks. Oh, <laughs> We're coming for you, Chad. Watch out. <laughs> Supposedly, he's going to be in the next episode. We'll see. That might be fun, though. No, no. His mother will probably be in town next time. Right. Probably. Right. Or yeah. he'll have to watch his nieces and nephews because his sisters are around yeah. or mm-hmm. ghosts pooped a lot he has to clean up the poop his dog is a ghost tonight you know oh i love taco i want taco (laughs) of all the fast food places taco bell is actually (laughs) the food isn't that bad compared to other fast food places so yeah at once i like mexican bring it on Mm, Mexican. Mm. <laughs> mm, Mexican. Mexico. <laughs> Are you Mexican? Uh, part. Part. Okay. Yeah, my, okay. my, my okay. father's side. My mom's from uh, Colombia. Ooh, Colombia. 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 Yes. I, <laughs> it should just be it should just be all of us just saying words in different yes. accents. <laughs> or just and people getting pissed because yeah. we have no idea how yeah. to do the accents. <laughs> <laughs> there uh I, I was watching this YouTube video of this guy who's a linguist. Uh, specializing in accents Mm -hmm. and he was talking about people in movies and shows and how well they do it. And one of the characters he talked about was Gus Fring, Gustavo Fring. Oh, in Breaking Bad. Yeah. And there's a difference between accents in Mexico and farther South, like Brazil, Mm -hmm. you know, they enunciate letters differently and Mm -hmm. he, apparently he nails it, Mm -hmm. but I love the way that he enunciates consonants. I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can do it right now. No, because no. When I, my buddy Johnny, you guys know Johnny. Oh God, I call Johnny. him Ronnie or Rob. What's his real Rob. name? Rob. His real Rob. name is Rob. Rob. People call him Johnny. Rod. Don't know why. Oh Johnny. Oh, he's funny. He's funny. He's good. I I had a wow. night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I had a night with my friend Johnny. 
Oh, you had a special night with him. He drove me home. Mm. Oh wow, that's so romantic. Oh. He didn't. He didn't come inside. Oh good, because your wife oh. was home. That's what she said. Is that what you were waiting for? <laughs> what? Who? What? <laughs> well, and I, I happened to be intoxicated that night. And when I have many drinks and I'm with people, I tend to start to talk like I wish I would speak every day and enunciate every consonant very clearly as possible. And he thought I was trying to do a Russian accent. <laughs> Which, no, I think Russian accents are awesome. I can't, I'm bad at accents. I just love the physical act of speaking partially because it's difficult for, for me to do. Mm-hmm. I had a speech impediment when I was a kid. Really? Could not say ours. Ours. Girl was the worst word. How did gr- you used to say it? Girl. Grill. <laughs> grill. <laughs> I like your grill. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you said to your wife? Hey, grill. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I see you looking this way. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Maria y Fernando. Have you guys ever heard of Pablo Francisco, the comedian? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He He talks about how, like, the, you know, in Spanish soap operas, uh, it's always the man that ends up crying. And (laughs) and he's sitting there, he he does the the noises for a guy walking in, and it's just this guy, and he's like, Catches his, his wife and his his best friend. Oh Maria shit! Fernando. <laughs> it's the Gucci Gucci. <laughs> Porque <laughs> and, and you know end scene right there. But yeah, yeah. Anyways, what are we talking about? Pourquoi? Je ne parle pas français. And how to say look at the naked man in French? <gasps> Regard cet homme nu. Nude? New. And you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> look at the naked man. I use that in yeah. a lot of my um, dialogues in French class. Yeah. Look at the school. naked man. Look at the naked man. <laughs> yes. It was regard. C'est homme nu. And then he was turquoise at one point. I don't know. Regard, a lot of stuff happened. <laughs> regard kindly the turquoise man of nude. Yes. It's probably what you were yes. really saying. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He's from a town called Nude. So. <laughs> uh. Frodo Baggins of Nude. <laughs> Mi pantalones es on fuego. Your pants are on fire? Yes. <laughs> I know very little Spanish, but I can pick certain words out. <laughs> uh, you're out of luck. WebMD says you're going to die in six months. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. I, I have a family. What happens when you die? Ooh, that is a good question. Depends on what you want to do. You can either be cremated, you can donate your organs, or you can just be buried. Or thrown to sea. Thrown to, just Dude, thrown to sea. I don't want to do that because I have a fear of drowning. Ooh, but that would be a way to overcome your fear. It's like, you're already dead, so let's Let go to the, the ocean. Yeah. yeah. Then you can provide nutrients <laughs> yeah. for the sea creatures. Yeah. So. I can save them from all of the littering. Yes. <laughs> your your ashes will dissolve. <laughs> <laughs> the litter Clear in the, the ocean. Pollution. Yes. <laughs> As a topic of death, there are so many different facets of death. What do you guys want to talk about? Well, <laughs> how many different facets are there? Well, so, okay, 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 okay. Real talk, real talk, okay, real, real talk, real, talk. Okay, okay. Let's okay, go. Okay. 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 Well, I was just thinking, like, uh, so not so much death, because death itself, certainty, when you die, you die. 
It's more so what happens afterwards. Like, is there a plane beyond this plane? Is this all there is? Once you end, you end. Um, and if there is something beyond this this realm, what is it? Uh, is it just more of the same? Do we start over cycle like many of the Buddhists actually, you know, feel uh, that that once you once you pass, if you haven't reached enlightenment, you pretty much just start over again. And then you basically live the same life again until, well, maybe not necessarily the same life. You you basically live a life again, you know, slowly picking up on knowledge as you go uh, until you reach a certain point where you basically become enlightened or, you know, do other religions have it right? You know, like, let's say uh, Christianity, where there's a heaven, there's a hill, hell. There's, there's a hill. There's a hill. Go there's up a to hill. the hill. There's a hill. And there's a hill. Jack and Jill roll down the hill or whatever. And they die. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, Evan, hell, you know, your actions throughout your life basically kind of racked up debt, you know, mm -hmm. or, you know, lack thereof, sending you one way or the other. Um, or let's say, you know, in, in a little bit more crazy religions like Mormonism, uh, you not only have your heaven, no, you not only have your, your hell. I aspect, peed on a Mormon church once. Did you really? Same here, actually. Really? <laughs> did, you, did you do yours purposely and yours drunkly? Uh, mine, was, mine was pretty purposely. Okay. But uh, I, I grew up in Utah, for anybody that, that's listening to this. I grew up Mormon, so I know these things. But, um, well, maybe not know these things, but I know a certain facet of these things. But anyway, so they, they believe that not only is there heaven, but there's three different uh, levels. Isn't there a purgatory? Like or tears? Yeah, pretty much there's there's a purgatory, there's outer darkness, you know, that, that outer whole thing. Darkness. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's the three, you know, kingdoms, the uh God, I can't remember this, the this celestial, is so fascinating. the celestial <laughs> and the terrestrial. The terrestrial being pretty much the closest to to, you know, our current physical, you know, mm -hmm. existence. But depending on how well you lived your life will dictate which kingdom you go to. Mm -hmm. You know, and celestial being the closest to the where God basically is from. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, okay. so what is there out there? Is it close to what the Mormons are thinking? Close to what the Christians are thinking? Close to what the Buddhists are thinking? Is it close to what the atheists are thinking? And there's nothing beyond this. Mm -hmm. You know, once, you know, you end, you end and that's that. Well, that's the thing. No one truly knows. No one will ever know. I, I was thinking about this today. Like there have been stories of people who have died like in the hospital bed and then they come back, I don't know, an hour later and they talk about whatever they saw in the beyond. Mm -hmm. But I feel like if they were able to come back from that, maybe they were not actually dead. Sure. They flatlined like the movie, like Kiefer Sutherland in the 1990s <laughs> or was it the eighties? <laughs> but then when they came back, they were still intact enough for it to have been more of a dream that felt like death, mm -hmm. you know? So they think that's what is after death, but I mean, you don't really know until you're dead, dead. And then you obviously can't come back and tell anybody about it. Right. So unless you're Gandalf. So, you know. white. Did you guys ever see the uh, the remake of the uh, Nightmare on Elm Street? I did once. Yeah. I've never seen either. The one yeah. with Jackie Earl Haley? He's the one that did uh, Warshack in Watchmen, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So, well, the remake. Guy's amazing. He's very, very crazy looking too. Well, not crazy His looking. Voice, he's dude. he's like a short, red headed ginger. Leprechaun? Guy. Yeah, kind of. Okay, cool. Like uh, kinda like Dallas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Oh man, I thought about Dallas. I love I Dallas. Dallas is cool. Uh, You'd probably guy, like Dallas. You would like Dallas. Never He's, been. Oh, no. uh, <laughs> you should. All right. <laughs> So, so the guy basically, you know, he's he's Freddy Krueger, and um, he haunts her dreams. Uh, there was this one person that he ends up killing in his dream, and the guy's like, he's like, well, you better, you know, prepare yourself because I've got another fifteen minutes with you. And the guy's dead, but because his brain's still active, he, he's basically screwed for another fifteen minutes until he officially dies. So right. Freddy Krueger's like, I'm going to torture you until you're done. Oh, oh that sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, like there's death uh. of the body and then I think death of the mind is separate. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think. I don't know. <laughs> but something I've always subscribed to is, or I wanted to believe, is after death is just whatever each person wants it to be. Mm-hmm. That could be completely wrong. Um, I mean, but we don't, we'll never know. It's like anything could yeah. be right and anything could be wrong. Yeah. So it could be a combination of everybody's beliefs about it or it could be literally nothing Mm -hmm. so like there's a there's a famous show of with a guy named uh his name rhymes with show and he gets resurrected and he's there's this lady with red hair who asks him try not to be too specific hey that part was what three years ago i can talk about that i'm so confused john snow died and came back to life yes oh yeah no you're well past the time of being yes if people are listening to this they don't know that he died he came back yeah yeah they're out of the loop (laughs) hey you you heard my rule earlier maybe yes yes so he gets asked what was there afterwards and Mm -hmm. he said nothing Mm -hmm. it was nothing like if there's nothing, I think maybe there is nothing until we come back and then it's all freaking erased again. Cause we kind of mm-hmm. reboot with a new physical reboot mind. You ever watch that show? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's similar to that, except there is something where you die. I would like to believe that there's reincarnation in some aspect. Mm-hmm. Or some kind of that idea. I'm not sure what culture. What, what is it? Is that a Buddhist thing? Reincarnation? Yeah, for the most part, I believe. I in, Indian uh, in, too. In, is it? I can never. I don't remember. Is it Krishna? I'm so sorry. Forgive should, us. Yeah. <laughs> Krishna? Krishna? No. Well, uh, I, mean, I was like, Hinduism? not Christianity. That's <laughs> for sure. No. Nope. Not Christianity. Well, no. basically, <laughs> the the idea of it. I haven't studied it thoroughly, so mm-hmm. forgive me. But the idea of coming back to live another life. I think there are multiple lives. And that when you die, that's when the knowledge of every life comes to you. Mm -hmm. Like say I've lived five lives over the past thousand years. Mm -hmm. I die right now. See you guys. Bye. I think it was fun. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And then once I'm in the afterlife, I'm like, oh yeah. So this is what I learned this time. Mm -hmm. And when I put that together with all of my other lives, like, okay, Level up. <laughs> okay, okay. So I guess my question would be like, are you the same every time that you die? Like, are you, because like in each life you could like, you could be a genius in one life, a goddamn idiot in the next life. Yeah. But every time that you die, do you go back to being like, okay, this is what I learned. This is what I can do next time. Okay. So or, if I were to write a fictional story yes. and have this be part of it, it would be, you get to decide what life you have next. So it's like kind of multiple choice. Here are some options. Mm -hmm. This life, you're going to have some kind of deformity, but in the long haul, 
you're going to like help so many people mm-hmm. and you're going to just live a worthwhile life. Or this life, you're going to be a big piece of shit, but enjoy the fuck out of yeah. it. <laughs> but- so not necessarily a choice, but it's like, okay, this is like, these are the pros and cons of the life you're about to live. Right. Okay. Cause I'm like, wouldn't you just choose every time like to live like a wealthy, no. like, okay. No. Okay. Because that's the thing. When all of the lessons you've learned are collected and together, uh-huh. you have like the ultimate knowledge of knowing, okay, I did that. In the end, it did not feel worth it. Mm-hmm. So what you just described actually sounds a lot like Andy Weir's short story called The Egg. You guys ever heard okay. of this? No. no. I'm going to write it down. Yeah. You like it. It's actually uh, free online, I think. I don't know if you ever sold it, but <clears throat> uh, basically it you know uh, starts with a guy. He's in a car accident. He dies. Uh, wakes up in a uh, kind of very, very white room with a figure who seems like some sort of paternal figure can't quite really make out what it is. And he asks, well, what happened? And he's like, well, you died. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, um, what about my family? And then the entity's like, that's what I like. <laughs> uh, you know, no no regard for yourself. First thing you think of is your loved ones. Yeah. Like, well, you know, they'll, uh, your, your wife, you know, she's going to go on, she's going to remarry, she's going to grieve for a while, but then she, you know, she's really going to come to the realization that really the marriage was ending. Um, your kids. <laughs> that's so sad. You died before they really, you know, uh, I guess developed any sort of resentment towards you. So they're going to think of you as a, <laughs> a fantastic father for the rest of their lives. Good timing. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's like, okay, I need to die in five, four, three. Yeah. Uh, Suicide's okay if you do it at the right time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Uh, so the guy's like. It's not. You no. know, No, definitely not. No. <laughs> we are not proponents. Mm. The guy's like, all right, well, that's, that's like fine, I guess. You know, nothing I can do about it now because I'm dead. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, so what now? He's like, well, you're gonna you're gonna live another life, and he's like, oh, so the uh, the Buddha's got it right. He's like, well, kind of, you know. And he's like, okay, so so what is there? What what is this all about? He's like, well, you're gonna go back, you're gonna live another life, just any sort sort of random life. Mm-hmm. Then you die and you come back and you live another life, and you're gonna live every single life uh, that has ever you know lived throughout the entire history of you know everything. And he's like, oh, okay, that's kind of weird. He's like, so <laughs> this next time around, you're gonna be a you know, uh, like a, a, a Chinese woman in China in the 16th century. He's like, oh, wait, wait. So there's no concept of time. It's like, yeah, no, you know, you're going to go in the past. You're going to go in the future. You're going to be everybody. Right. And he's like, oh, so what does that mean? It's like, well, let's say, for example, you were Hitler, but you were also all of the people that he subjugated and killed. Mm-hmm. Um, you're going to be George Washington. You're going to be this. You're going to be that. You're going to be every single possible, you know, like we're all the same person, basically. Yeah. You know? So mm. he's like, okay, so the, what does this all mean? He's like, well. At this moment, you're uh, an egg. You know, you're you're going to develop into a being like myself, into a god, but only until you've experienced every possible experience you can possibly ever experience. Which is infinite, I would think. Well, yeah, but if you're going to be a god, you got to basically yeah. every single every, yeah. you got you got to know everything, or just so. get rid of half of them. So, <laughs> clearly, I butchered this this story, but it's a great story. Check it out, Andy Weir's The Egg. Pretty sure it's Andy Weir. All right, I um, think I would enjoy that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah no. Um, but yeah, yeah. So, what if you were? What if you lived every life? What if you know you are me living through a? Interesting. You know, a, okay, the the eyes of Candace Parker and which I one am of you is Stella the right now? Michael oh Lugo. God, yeah, <laughs> Stella. Hey, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> So Candace, what's your what's your uh, thought on 
Hold on. I'm going to get her. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Bye, Stella. Bye, Stella. I mean, okay. So I grew up like in the church, um, went to private Christian school all until I moved when I was 12, um, but still like went to church off and on for many, many years. And it was always heaven or hell. It's either you accept Jesus and you go to heaven or you suck and you go to hell. So, but I think in my twenties, it's been more of like, well, it can't be that black and white. Yeah. Like I don't, it just doesn't make sense to have it be that black and white. And especially like, it's like, okay, only this portion of people has even like, quote unquote, heard of Jesus. Like, how is that fair for the rest of the world? It hasn't like, that doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. So, but I think my high school, my high school biology teacher actually, I think said it the best. It was, we all have these different beliefs, but in the end they all lead to the same place. And it's like, okay, like you can believe in this thing. You can believe in this thing, but in the end it doesn't matter because we're all going to end up in the same place. Mm-hmm. Um, and who knows what that place is. If it's just dead in the ground, it's just dead in the ground. It's the but ocean. If, yeah. There it's the ocean <laughs> or, um, you know, maybe it is like some different plane of existence. Um, or I like the idea, like part of me loves the idea of being reincarnated and like living another life, mm-hmm. but then being where we're at now, it's like, I have such fear for the future generations because it's like, I already feel like our generation is pretty fucking shitty. And it's like, well, fuck. Like I'm really concerned about like our children and our children's children. Like how fucked are they going to be? So it's like, I don't know if I would want to live another life in the future. So, but I think that that might've been a fear in every generation for all time. <laughs> you know, I think yeah. it's, I think part of the reason it's more prevalent now is just because of the technology. In yeah, this age. absolutely. Because I think like we obviously have access to more to more people to more fear. Yeah, well, yeah, because <laughs> it's like I mean, the internet only was you know invented in the last twenty years, like twenty five years, but like you know before that, it was like you're just like your immediate family and your town and like reading the newspaper. But like, other than that, it's like mm-hmm. now it's, we have so much access to too much and it's just, it's yeah. I think overwhelming. So Facebook is putting out a survey. Now, if you log in, they might have a pop-up that says, tell us what you think about Facebook is Facebook good for the world. And I picked the lowest really? score oh my God. <laughs> and it doesn't let you explain why. Oh, they really? just say, thanks for the feedback. They just want numbers. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. That, huh. that the whole black and white thing. I mean, that's, that's life. Nothing is black and no. white. <laughs> and I don't think it ever can be or should be. Yeah. I don't think that it's ever like, this is right. This is wrong. End of story. There's nothing in the middle. Cause it's like, okay, like I stole something, but I stole it to feed my family. Mm -hmm. So it's not like, yes, I stole something that's wrong, but I did it for a good reason. But even right and wrong has its own perspectives of what actually is right and wrong. Sure. There's the basic level of it, but it gets intricate. (laughs) One man's villain is another man's hero. Mm -hmm. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I mean, unless you're killing people, because then I'm pretty sure you're just a villain. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't argue with you, is it? <laughs> I mean, unless you're really into being killed, like, then, like, bring it on. I don't know. But not. Let's yeah, cut that one me. out. <laughs> that, that was one thing I, I thought of when I was a kid, when I first started to learn about death, mm-hmm. I was thinking, wait, murder is a thing you can kill people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to do that, but what if someone does that to me? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking like, if I ever get 
mugged at knife point. I'm going to make the guy stab me, but make him do it in public so I can point at him and say, he did it. (laughs) I would die, but I would get him caught. Okay, but who would be there to view it? See, that's the tricky part. So (laughs) I got to set him up. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I like how that was so specific, though. It had to be at knife point. Mm -hmm. Like, it can't be at any other point but knife point. (laughs) Well, that developed. I already told you one of my fears is drowning. Mm -hmm. I legitimately also have a fear of walking into a sword. Really? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just a random sword in the middle of nowhere. Oops, I walked into it. Well, you know... Like if you're ever walking around the corner of a building or in a hallway okay. and someone else is like against the wall like you are, mm-hmm. always take a and wide they turn. And they always just take are a holding wide a turn. sword. <laughs> yeah. Sword 101, you got to keep sword. a sheath. Oh, <laughs> Unless you're trying to kill people. Well, so. true, true. And you're both like, sorry. No, I'm yeah. sorry for walking into your sword. It's my fault. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah. I think what like one of my biggest fears growing up was always I don't know what spurned this in me, but it was that there was like a fire and my house would burn down in the Ooh. middle of the night and like we would be trapped in the fire. Yeah. I don't know why. Like I don't know how. The, I don't know if it was something like I watched or something on TV when I was little, but like it was always like, oh my gosh, there's gonna be a fire. There's gonna be a fire. Like I'm gonna die in a fire. Like what are we gonna do? So do you always have your eye on the exit? Not well. I don't worry about it so much anymore. But like as yeah. a kid, like I was always because we had a two story house, and I was always like, "Well, how will we get out?" Because we were on the second story. That's where all the bedrooms were. And it's like, okay, if it started downstairs, how will we get out? And my parents had a balcony outside of their bedroom, and then it like went down to like their outside bar area. So I was like, okay, well, we can like get off the balcony, get onto the bar, and like go in the backyard and then be safe. But like, what if it's on that side of the house? And yeah. Then, yeah. You can never oh. do enough planning because when shit hits the fan, it's like, well, it's a fan and it's going yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was biggest fear growing up. No, thanks. I have fire. Yeah. I, I would much rather drown than burn in a fire. See that? That's a big, I think that's yeah. the biggest when people talk about death. I think drowning and burning are the two yeah. biggest things when they, when you're asked, how would, you, would you like to do? die? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, Push me off a cliff because I've always wanted to fly. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, yeah. Michael? Michael? You had to think about that, didn't you? I did. Yeah. What is your name? Uh, that guy. My- hey, hey, you, you. That guy, goddess. Um, <laughs> fire goddess. Fist. <laughs> the goddess Michael Lugo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, well, what is my fear? Um, my fears have always been kind of more abstract, you know. Um. Growing up just over the last, you know, just, well, I guess throughout my entire life, honestly, thinking about it, I have had some of the most fucked up dreams of all time, mm-hmm. honestly. And that's, that's no joke. You, you think about any and every possible outcome that could possibly happen to you, like whether it's dying, uh, being, you know, like kidnapped, you know, just, just being like, you know, butchered, frying, I don't know, just anything. And wow. Yeah, 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 no, no. I, <laughs> okay. I, I've, I've had a crazy dream about that. And, you know, I'm, I'm kind of yeah, shortening it. But uh, that stuff has never really scared me. But the the, the things that, that do fear, like really, really genuinely kind of frighten me would be uh, forcing, you know, uh, uh, somebody near me to have to do something like, like, like me dying mm-hmm. and then my roommates having to come find that and then do mm-hmm. something about that. 
that scares like me. Like dealing with it? Yeah, yeah. Like It's uh, like, oh shoot, we found his body. <laughs> what do we do? Well, that's... Yeah. Or you're, even... You're like, like that story, the egg. Oh, you're not worried about yourself. Mm-hmm. You're worried about others. Yeah. <laughs> you genuine son of a... <laughs> Bitch. Or, uh, <laughs> Michael. <laughs> I, sorry, continue. I, I, I think I had one, uh, I guess it could be considered like a nightmare. Me and a couple of friends, we robbed a bank, and then the rest of the dream was us trying to get out of the country. Oh. That was genuinely scary. So, <laughs> you know, stuff like that scares me. But, you know, aliens, well, I guess aliens still kind of scare me. Uh, my father showed me a crazy alien movie when I was way too young. Like, nightmarish. But, anyways. <laughs> um... That, that stuff doesn't really get to me as much as like real world stuff. So yeah. I, I don't watch reality TV. Mm-hmm. I, I try to avoid the news as much as I can. I try to stay as informed as I can, but I can't deal with like mm-hmm. the, right. the, 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 you know, evilness of, of humanity. You have you know? a threshold. You want that objective knowledge, but without the knowing it's yeah. happening. Exactly. It sucks. Yeah. Cause it is <laughs> shitty in some places. No, it really mm-hmm. is. Um, so in those yep. in those kinds of dreams, like when you're running from the cops trying to escape the country because you just robbed a bank, call it a nightmare. <laughs> but did that ever like turn you into maybe lucid dreaming to kind of take control of that kind of thing? I've actually tried. And um, like I've well, so the thing with lucid dreaming is I've tried, so I've been able to do it. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, but if you if you can get to the point where you're not trying but you're still working towards it, you might be able to get to that point. Yeah. There's a certain expectation that when you're actually trying to to perform something like that, perform like an out-of-body experience, um, the, the more attachment you have to yourself to, to like a certain expectation, to a, a physical expectation, the less likely it's actually going to end up happening. So I've done mm-hmm. a lot of research, done a lot of studying, uh, done a lot of trying. <laughs> but a lot of dying. Uh, <laughs> a, a lot of dying, actually. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it's something I've always wanted to do. Um, but have yet to achieve that point. Um, yeah. I've gotten close, you know, there, there are certain things that like, um, like in my dreams, they'll kind of cross over to like the, the real world. Like, um, a few weeks ago I was, I was in this like nightmarish dungeon basement kind of a thing running around and, you know, I remember. You know, so you just have one of those. Yeah. Yeah. They just happen like constantly, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm running a corner and, uh, is like there I, a sword? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what there is, but like, I, I sit there like, fire. I have no idea what's going to happen. So I'm like, I'm just going to start screaming. And then I wake up and I'm screaming, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> I love the way, I love the way you end a thought. And like, so that's my bit. How about you? <laughs> You're the no, man. I don't exactly know where I'm going with this. Honestly. Well, you, like, you I, tell great stories. Well, thank you. Thank you. I, uh, when it comes to dreaming, when it comes to anything like that, I, I have kind of a weird like opinion about it. And there's some things I, I enjoy talking about, like, uh, you know, the, the things that I've researched, the things that I've, I've come across over the, the years. Like um, I've talked to you guys about this before, but Robert Monroe, uh, founder of the Monroe Institute, you know, 50s businessman who, uh, you know, a very, very conservative indiv- individual that uh, randomly started having out-of-body experiences and mm-hmm. lucid dreaming and all that. And, you know, uh, Thinks he's going crazy, throws all his money at trying to figure out what happened, uh, you know, finds out that he's perfectly healthy, all that. So he ends up founding an institute and working with a ton of different physicists and trying to figure out this and mastering, you know, actually these out-of-body experiences. But over the decades, his 
his experiences, you know, just the crazy places that he's been to, you know, both, both, bef- you know, in time as well as to different planes. Uh, it, it's just insane. Uh, and whether or not any of them are true, who knows? Yeah. But it's just, you know, if you, if you look at his evolution of just his, his uh, interviews and lectures, you just see that he's been placed and it's just crazy mm-hmm. to, to see. Uh, but there was actually one where he, he talks about how he, he meets an entity that's actually in charge of the dream world, kind of a thing like the dream plane. And uh, how he meets this, ent- this entity is he uh, is sitting like on his front lawn, like on, on a lawn chair, and his, his prized little puppy or whatever gets hit by a car. So his first reaction, no. you know, he's, yeah, Stella, don't listen to Stella. this. <laughs> but uh, his first reaction is this, this crazy, like, oh, my God, what happened? You know, I'm going to kill you. You know, the person that hit his dog. And I'm like, my world's over and all that. And then it rewinds and he's back in the same spot. Same thing happens again. And his experience is, you know, slightly lessened. And he's actually forced to relive this this moment over and over again until he finally has this moment. It's like, well, this is absolutely tragic. I have enjoyed our time together. I know you're on to a different plane of existence. And thank you for all of the 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 time that you've given mm-hmm. to me and the memories and all that. So, you know So like then, a moment of acceptance. Exactly, exactly. So uh, and at that point he meets this entity that basically explains to him, he's like, I'm here to teach people about themselves. Mm-hmm. And you know So would would there be acceptance without death, do you think? What just in what general? I mean, because there's that ultimate thought of I have to learn, how do I want to word this? Like, uh, you're not going to be here one day. I'm not going to be here Mm -hmm. one day. So I feel like that's part of the reason to learn and accept things. It's a thought. I I don't know where that's going, but it's a thought. If we didn't have death, um, and we forever, um, you know, knew that there was going to be another day. We'd be so overpopulated. (laughs) Just saying. (laughs) For sure. <laughs> Every decade would be the 70s. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That'd be horrible. Yeah. Uh, 70s. But uh, but no, you know, what we likely wouldn't actually. So I uh, forget the girl's name, but uh, early in my, my massage therapy training, we actually learned about. I uh, you were going to say early in my misogyny. And I was like, early in my <laughs> yeah. misogyny. Michael, no. <laughs> no. No. So, uh, it's Spent the better better part of a decade being a massage therapist, but before actually, you know, became certified and started practicing, you know, in school, we actually, uh, lear- actually learned about a condition uh, where this person de- didn't develop the uh, the nerve endings that actually uh, created the sensation of pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. The, I know about this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little girl that actually suffered from this, she never developed. You know, had a very, very hard time developing like speech, developing any sort of social skills. She would pull her eye out, and that kind <gasps> of thing, you know, it just or she'd cut herself. She wouldn't so feel dangerous. These yeah, yet. it's so dangerous. They don't live long at all. Definitely not. But oh God, you know, without that that Gosh. that knowledge of pain, without the fear of pain maybe without even the fear of death, would we develop as people? Would we mm-hmm. develop those social skills? Would we ever, you know, develop compassion? You know, if you could just kill somebody and not have to worry about right. it. Right. Stab, stab. Yeah. You walk. can point it out, but stab, stab. Stab, stab. <laughs> hey, he walk did in. it. Yeah, we don't care. Run up to you with my sword and, you know. Yeah. Uh, right. <laughs> just run you through. It'd be Westworld just yeah, every day. That. Yeah. Oh, I love that show. It's pretty so good. I like it. It's so good. My wife doesn't. She thinks it's dumb. What? Which I respect. I respect her. <laughs> I appreciate so that opinion. well that that brings me to another topic on our list of mental and emotional health Mm -hmm. which there's this whole idea you guys have seen dexter right yeah 
Like there's a level, you, you can be a sociopath. You can have sociopathic tendencies. You know, I, I can't diagnose anyone of that, but I know my own experiences with that kind of thing of feeling detached and like desensitized. And are you going to dexterous Tannis? Um, I mean, I probably do you have a kill room? Okay. Uh, John Lithgow, <laughs> step out from the closet <laughs> <laughs> with your hammer. Oh my God. Oh, that season was oh, oof, dude. That's, oh. that's the season that made the show widely known. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. I, like, I started watching it at like after it was all aired. Oh, okay. So, yeah. That's yeah. halfway through. Gotcha. You know, I um, worked for Comcast. I remember, I, I'm pretty sure. You I worked for Comcast. <laughs> yeah, no. I'm sorry. Let me just stop you right there. Yeah, you that's need to leave. The, that's the saddest story I've ever heard. <laughs> well, no, we I worked there when Dexter first came out, so yeah. I'm pretty sure I still have all that Dexter swag. You know, swag, dude. Yeah. Stuff we all get. Yeah. Just blood spatter. Oh, the painting isn't up, but. <laughs> Listeners, you can't view this, but we have. Can't view this. You can't view this. <laughs> it's me, Mario. There's some Mario stuff in here. <laughs> we have paintings, watercolor paintings. Uh, it's original work, but they're all headshots done by a guy named Luke in town here. I'm not going to say where here is. <laughs> Luke in town. Luke in town. <laughs> that could be a disease. I don't know. Luke in town. Look at them. <laughs> but he does these amazing watercolor headshots. I don't have my Dexter one up, but he gave me a Dexter one and he did blood spatter on it. Nice. Like real blood? His own blood. Yeah. Which I thought I thought was awesome. Yeah. He he gave it to me and he he I forget what he said, but I think he was kind of concerned that I might think it was weird. But I thought it was cool. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> he gets into his work. Yeah. <laughs> Blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> but I mean, Dexter in the show, from the very first episode, I bonded with that shit because he's just having these thoughts and kind of narrating his own thoughts. Mm-hmm. Oh, j- I'd have to watch the show again. It's been so long. But basically, he fakes his way fitting in. Like anytime someone socializes mm-hmm. with him, I. S- to stop saying like <laughs> we'll just bleep that out and put the word bitch in <laughs> <laughs> bitch anytime he tries to socialize with someone bitch <laughs> <laughs> in the I totally get what you're coming from where you're coming from with this though because when uh what's what what's his girlfriend's name the one is that it Julia up, uh the no. one that, Julie the one that gets the dead? actress yeah the one that Rita. gets dead I, Rita, Rita. Yeah. so sad about that okay this has died. been well past the spoiler yes, time yes. so we're good we're Rita good. dies <laughs> Uh, but no, no, when they, that relationship first comes up, you know, yeah. she'd assume that he had some sort of trauma. So he was emotionally detached, uh, but she accepted for him, him for it and yes. did her best. And he did his best to try to like, you know, uh, be there for, you know, uh, well, because uh, he actually cared about, like he didn't yeah. at first, but then grew to. That's, that's the thing though. You can have sociopathic tendencies, but still have empathy. Uh, yeah. Like, if you're a full sociopath, you have no empathy. Mm-hmm. Like. Like. Bitch. Shit. <laughs> 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 uh, I think it was uh, one, one scene in that show that, that will forever, you know, be burned in my head. But uh, when they were early on in their relationship, he had had, like, a really, really bad day. And he was like, oh, let me make it better and kind of went down on him. So he's like, what the hell's uh, going on? Yeah. yeah. But then, like, she's having a really bad day. He's like, what do I do? 
So he tries to do that, but you know, not having that social, like, she's right. Like, what are you doing? Stop yeah. this, you know, but it's like, I'm not in the mood for this. <laughs> that, that's me. Yeah. I have, I have that's you, Tannis. Wrong example to say that's me. It's the mindset that I'm mm-hmm. comparing to, not the action. <laughs> but it's that mindset of I think this is the right thing to not the right thing to do, but the thing that will make her feel better. So mm-hmm. I'll do this. Mm-hmm. Like I, I uh, dated some girls when I was younger, and there were a few occasions when I had cried, but it. I wasn't sad. I, it wasn't real crying. I just thought maybe. So you faked it? Yeah. Faker. But it turns out that it it did worse than it did. It did bad more than it did good. Yeah. Because, I mean, they weren't good relationships anyway. Mm-hmm. But that's the kind of shit I would deal with where I don't know what I'm supposed to feel right now. So I'll try this because mm-hmm. I think that's what she wants. Mm-hmm. Are you telling us you're a sociopath? I was thinking the same thing. I don't know. <laughs> like, are, are you coming out to us right well, now? <laughs> okay, we were, we were talking about lucid dreaming, and that's part of the danger of that is because I practiced lucid dreaming for a while, mm-hmm. and I got really freaking good at it to the a scary point to where you start to think, well, what's the point of real life? Mm-hmm. Which the hit movie Inception touched on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But that's a real part of it. And that's a real part of... Because that becomes your like, preferred reality. Right. In a way. Yeah, if you don't have to work for anything and you can just have everything you've ever wanted in your dream, you know, mm-hmm. or right yes. there, just control it right then and there. What's the point of trying to have to work for anything? Mm-hmm. Exactly. I think all of these topics we've talked about, you know, the, the pain, you know, the mm-hmm. fear of death, the fear of pain, you know, uh, having to actually work for something, all of these, these topics are very related. Right. So I kind of backed off doing that because I realized it's important for me to care about life. I've never been suicidal. Mm-hmm. I've n- probably never will be, uh, but I do take anxiety medication to kind of help with depression as well, which mm-hmm. it's not the kind of depression where oh, I'm just sad and I want to die. It's just, I don't really feel anything. Yeah. <laughs> totally. You're just, yeah. Apathetic. And to I want to feel something. Yeah. 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 Well, and at that point, I think, you know, for a lot of people, when people get to that point, it's like, I feel nothing. Like, I want to feel something. And that's when it, like, turns to, like, self-harm. Yeah. And then that's when it can become dangerous. And that's what it's not for me. Yeah. I have a lot of empathy for other people Mm -hmm. and animals. I think that's part of the reason we're not having kids. Mm -hmm. Uh, Spoiler alert, no kids. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll have pets forever. Dogs and cats. Absolutely. Other animals, because I feel like we're here to take care of them. Mm -hmm. We've domesticated dogs to a point where... The ones who are household can't really take care of themselves out in the wild. So it's kind of our duty by default at this point, unfortunately. (laughs) We created this. We need to help now. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't have a lot of love to share, but for myself, it's like, well, it's just another day. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and the responsibility of parenting is so much. I... I, I think I would love it. I would love mm-hmm. being a dad, but I don't, I don't want to put the energy toward that when I have other things I want to do. Yeah, no, I mean, and I think that's like one of those things. It's like, I think especially more in our generation, maybe generations that come after us now, which is, this is a positive thing. It's like, yeah, I don't feel like we feel forced to have kids. Yeah. And like, there's still that expectation, I think, you know, from our parents and grandparents maybe. But I think that like, we're becoming stronger and it's like, yes, like I respect you family, 
but I'm going to do what's best for me right now. And mm-hmm. maybe having kids isn't the best thing. Cause it's like, I want to follow my career. I want to, you know, follow this passion. Like I don't want, and kids are amazing. I'm not trying to knock anybody for having kids, but it's like, but they would hold me back in a yeah. sense from doing X, Y, and Z to get me where I want to be. And there's the realization so. of letting yourself understand that that is not selfish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not yeah. selfish to not want. And kids. I think, you know, like, you know, back in, back in the day, it was like you had kids to like take care of the farm and like do all of the chores around that, you know, all that stuff. But I think now it's less, we have kids for pleasure. We have them because we want to enjoy them and their companions, not because they can help with the family business Mm -hmm. or the farm or anything like that. And I mean, it's totally fine. Cheers to people who enjoy that and Abs- feel fulfilled by that. Absolutely. Uh, something in my current relationship, my forever relationship mm-hmm. now, um, I've realized it'd be better just to adopt if we get to a point when we're ready. Mm-hmm. Because there are a lot of kids out there with no homes or no Absolutely. parents, yeah. <laughs> separated from their parents, whatever it is. Yeah. Or with terrible parents that right. aren't fit to be parents and shouldn't have been parents in the first place. Yeah. If I can be a parent <laughs> and I'm ready for that, let, there's the side of, what's the word, instinctually, mm-hmm. or is it, am I raised to believe it's instinctual or is it really instinctual for me to mm-hmm. want kids of my own DNA? Mm-hmm. Or can I just adopt? And I mean, I think with some life? people, it absolutely is. It's like, I want to pass on my genes. Like yeah. I'm important. So Legacy. I need like, exactly. But I think for other Ego. people, yeah, <laughs> 100%. But I think for other people, it's like either like they don't have that drive or desire. Cause like, it, it's like, I want to live my life and yeah. I'm okay with that. Like when my life ends, cool, whatever. And then there are other people that it's like, I don't necessarily need to pass on like my lineage or anything but it's like but i want to take care of mm-hmm. other people still so i think that's where like fostering and adoption comes in so but we are all one we all live yes. the same life <laughs> <laughs> one life i don't want kids one life i want 20 that's, right. that's so proper was right one life to live <laughs> days of our one collective life <laughs> Days of our, this is all there is. Yep. <laughs> how many sibling? how many siblings did you have? Uh, so I've got, um, well, so I grew up with an older brother and a younger mm-hmm. sister. Oh, okay. In the last two years, we found an older sister. Uh, um, what, what do you mean you found an older sister? <laughs> so, so, <laughs> was she on the side of the road or? Pretty much. Pretty yeah, much. yeah. <laughs> You're like, all right, we'll pick up the hiker. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, so we've always known she was there, but um, mm-hmm. only in the last two years did we ever make it like at a point to actually go find her. Mm-hmm. Um, my okay. father, you know, when he was 18, um, met a girl, had a kid. Um, you know, we never questioned it. So only in the last like, you know, couple of years did we really refine the truth. Mm-hmm. And we, we kind of found that his his version of the story was pretty much the true version after meeting her. And, yeah. You know finding out about her mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically she went crazy. They were living in like, uh, who went in, crazy. Uh, so, so the, the mother went okay. crazy. Okay. Baby mama. Uh, bailed with, uh, with the little girl, mm-hmm. um, to Portland. Mm-hmm. They were living in Southern Washington at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, my father, you know, being who he is, very, very kind soul. Uh, I mean, he's like, you know, she'll come back. She'll come back. Yeah. You know, after about six months, she never came back. She's like, sure. I'll, I'll go find her. <laughs> 
Uh, so when he found her, you know, she was basically uh, with family, but had already found another guy. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, the, 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 her father basically told him to get out of here and never come back. So, you know, what a bear. I know. I know. What a bear. <laughs> Your dad is a bear. His dad was very much a bear. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no. So no, I've got four, but grew up with two. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Wait, you have four or I, you have three? I have you three. have three siblings. Sorry, have three. There are four total. Yeah, there's four of us okay. total. Yeah. So okay. Grew up with two, three total. Or, yeah. yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> what about you? Science. No, I mean, I just, I was an only child, so I never had that, like, I don't know. Like, I never, like, I, then, I, okay. So after high school, one of my friends, kind of like, not like one of my best friends or anything, just like a good friend in high school. She moved in with my family just randomly. Yeah. And then she lived with my family for three or four years. And now I call her my sister. But like, other than that, it's like, I never had like my parents. I don't think ever, well, my parents never had a really good relationship, but it was never, they wanted to have more kids together because there was no real purpose for that type of a thing. So it's like, I was just wondering like, if like, you know, your parents maybe had like, they just want to always wanted kids or if it was like, yeah, you guys like helped around the house or whatever. Cause like, I was always like growing up, I was like, yeah, I want to have kids. So they do all the chores. Like, I don't want to vacuum. And now I'm like, no, I don't want them. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a very, Oh, sorry. Going over. How very dare you have a thought at the same time I do. I'm sorry, Tennis. Very oh, dare you. <laughs> My only thought was there might be people out there who have kids for that reason. Well, mm-hmm. I'm going to die soon and someone needs to tend the farm. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. So I just think living in the Western states, like that's less of it. Well, not so much California because California, it's like there's a ton of agriculture here. But I, yeah, but I think most of like the Western, like the West Coast and stuff, it's it's less like, hey, you need to help out with the family business or whatever it is. And more just, we just want to have kids and enjoy that. And which is totally fine. I I guess I was lucky that my parents were just... Do what you want. Yeah, very. Yeah. I mean, cause there obviously are those parents that are like, you need to do this, this and this, or you're nothing. You're yeah. worthless. And well, I never thought school was as important as it was said to be. I don't think it is either. It I is to an extent. Education is valuable. Education is important. Like totally. is valuable, but I don't think it's like you need to do this. Otherwise your life is going to be worthless. Right. Well, there's different so. levels of education, whether mm-hmm. it's, it's that traditional going to school or mm-hmm. it's getting out and, you know, doing the job and learning that way. Yeah. But, you know, but it's like, I think <clears> that it's <throat> like again, that piece of paper is just overvalued. Yeah. And it's like, it literally is a <laughs> fucking piece of paper. You know what like, I did with any pieces of paper I have? I got, I don't remember. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're probably somewhere, somewhere, or yeah. they're in the garbage. Like, who knows? No, I think it's just, I think our, I think our generation, especially, it's like, you need to go to college. Otherwise, like, you're not going to do anything with your life. Yeah. And I think now that that was said, it's like, okay, so we all went to college. But now what are we doing? Well, there are so many memes online of, yeah, I got this bachelor's degree, this master's, and I work at McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, you know, like I, you know, I think that there are very few people that actually work in their field after they go to school. Right. And it's like, you know, and it's like, I'm, I graduated last fall and it's like, I'm not doing anything yet because it's like anything that I want to do in my field, I need to get a master's for. Right. And it's like, okay, so that's another two, three, four years of school. 
okay, I guess I'll buckle in and get it done. Cause you, you have to have your master's to do anything in psychology right. basically. And it's like, and it sucks. Cause it's like, okay, I need that piece of paper. Yeah. So I need to spend X amount more dollars in order to get that piece of paper in order to do anything in my field. And it's like, well, that's shitty. Yeah. It's like, okay, so I went through all of this school basically for nothing just to go to more school so I can do something finally. And I think like, it's either like we're told, okay, well you need to go to college, get like your undergraduate degree. And then Mm -hmm. once you do like, you're good. And it's like, but that's not it. Like there's so much more that we're not, you know, told about and uh, it's just frustrating. That's because school isn't (laughs) real life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That too. And there are people that just go to school because they don't know what else to do. (laughs) It's like that. That's fine. Movie accepted how they talk about how, uh, schooling itself is it's a it's a service industry now Mm -hmm. you know people have this mentality of what schooling should be you know go there for four years meet some people get crazy you know drink a lot you know go to class in between just have that crazy time of your life hopefully not Um, die hopefully not (laughs) die yes in in this town you know uh (laughs) but um the thing is there there isn't so much focus on trying to help people realize what they their passion is trying to develop, you know, the, you know, that, that idea of what they truly want to do with the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. It's all about go get that associate's degree and get yourself a good job. You know, yeah. you get a good job, you get that education, but what is that good job? You know, a good job to somebody, you know, one person is going to be a nightmarish kind of job for another, you know, yeah. like I would never want to go program, you know, do coding or anything like that. But my, my roommate loves that shit, you know, so it's different for everybody. Um, and there needs to be more of a focus on trying to figure out what people actually want to do for mm-hmm. a living and finding that passion versus actually just getting an education. And there's also the aspect of, am I doing this for me or for my family or for society? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like who does this benefit most? <laughs> Fulfillment, well, man. Think- like what's what? I think there's so much focus on like this proverbial, you need to get an education versus like practical knowledge, like of how to like, you know, be, I just, I don't know. It's like, I, I, I don't know how to change a tire. Like, I don't know how to like do Mm. X, Y, or Z that it's like all of our parents know how to do. Cause it's like, that's never a thing that like we need to learn in school. But you also have basic problem solving skills. So you probably could learn it if you needed to. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's a, yeah, but it's just like, it, there's no focus on like the practical side of life. It's yeah. all this like abstract, like, okay, well this philosophical idea of blah, 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 blah versus like, okay, well this is what you do if you need to, you know, I don't know. Well, I don't know. In, I don't have a specific is 101. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I just fill it out online. I don't know what the fuck I'm filling out, but I'm like, <laughs> yes, no, $10,000. <laughs> I don't know. It's like, I don't know what I'm doing or why I'm doing it, but I'm doing it. So, and I think like that practical well, that, knowledge is. That's exactly it. It's the why that's mm-hmm. what's missing in the education. Yeah. Yeah. Which people individually have to realize for themselves. Okay. If I'm going to learn anything to be useful, I have to realize that knowing why I'm doing it is the important factor, yeah. but the why is not taught in schools. It's not just, here's a bunch of shit you should know. Yep. <laughs> okay. I'm but like, why? why? <laughs> <laughs> I think math class is infamous for that kind of question. Sure. Why do I need to What's know What's the this? real world application of it? 
but yeah. it really is useful <laughs> if you can explain it. Like, here's practically how math will help you in life. Yeah. It's like that sure. cartoon always loved. It's like, you know, the student raising his hands. Like, when are we ever going to, are we ever going to use this when we graduate? And yeah. She's like, well, maybe some of the smart kids, but you probably not. <laughs> oh, yeah. damn. Ouch. I love that teacher. <laughs> <laughs> I would be that teacher. <laughs> Listen, like, Kenny. Yeah. I was going to say Johnny, but. Johnny. <laughs> Johnny. <laughs> Rob Schneider is Johnny. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Poor Johnny. We give Johnny a lot of crap. Johnny. uh, He's coming by next weekend for an episode on the show. Your dad is a bear. Your dad is a bear. If his uh, if his counterpart doesn't show up, I think Candace should come. Totally if down. You're free. Well, yeah. repeat. No, guess. my best friend's getting married. Sorry, guys, oh, can't. Right. Oh shit! <laughs> you're not going to be here either. Yeah, no. well, when are we doing this? Sunday. Uh, it's fine. I'll do it without you. <laughs> you do the risks. <laughs> We're both going to be at my best yeah. friend's wedding. That's Saturday. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I have to give a speech, so that'll be fun. <laughs> so I only okay. do that when I don't plan on doing that. Yeah. I'll have I'll have note cards. I'll have a cheat sheet. Can you record fun. it? Because I want to hear it. Sure. I bet it's going to be beautiful. Uh, I'll, 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 I'm hoping I'll make some people cry, but we'll see. Just yourself. Uh, yeah, I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just She's ugly so cry. It's like <laughs> it's like when stoned or drunk people get on stage to do something that they think oh, is amazing. Oh, I plan amazing. on being drunk, so that'll be a thing. But I'll have I'll have my cards, so yeah. I won't veer off too much. Hopefully. <laughs> But repeat guests will be a thing on this show. Down. So you will be back. Yes. That was so (laughs) creepy. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Practice your voice. What's the what's the tunnel, the cave of wonders name in Aladdin? Uh is that it? Is that his name? The cave of wonders. wonders. The cave of wonders. (laughs) (laughs) Where is the end of the show? Swear to me. Wait, is this the end of the show? Are we calling this? What? Well, that was episode <laughs> one. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Thank you, Candace Parker. Uh-huh. <laughs> so weird. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. We'll yeah. have you back sometime. Yes. And uh <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing with that mic? That mic mic. Hey. Oh well, I'm trying to get bitch. it by the base, you know. Bitch. Getting a good firm grip. <laughs> Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> that's what he said. Uh, that's what they both said. This was fun. Or all of them said. I don't know. No judgment. No judgment. <laughs> it's the swing in 2018. Yeah. Oh, we get. We finally gave the time. <gasps> Tell me about the second time you had crabs. <laughs> that's terrible. <laughs> Did you know crabs were actually on their way out? Really? Because people get rid of their pubic hair. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. We, yeah. we're, we're more prone to shave. So thanks for tuning in today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Mike Lugo. This was Tannis Cassidy and Candace Buck. What's up? We, we are no longer here, but he is. <laughs> yep. We yeah, just pieced. Yeah. Language. Adios. Bitch. What comes after Z? Z?
now I know my ABCs. Nothing. Nothing. The infinite universe comes after Z. Oh my God. Zed. Shh.